Now, this episode of the Parent Cocktail Hour really, really gets to me, yeah, is when you have your so-called Christian brothers and sisters who are over-spiritual. So, for example, that instance, and this is like, this is very, very common as well. In that instance, yeah, um, you were literally like having a little moan about, oh, I'm, Eve, in, pain. I'm in pain, I'm on period kind of thing. And she's like, oh, you know, I used to have pain too, but that's because I was in sin. So maybe we should check your walk with God. And it's like, are you blooming kidding me, mate? What, what do you mean? It's like, pain isn't that, it's is part of life. Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael, and this is my- I'm Blessing. Okay. Oh. I'll just go, I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow. No, carry on, carry on. No, 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 Welcome to the Parent Cocktail Hour, guys. My wife and I have created this podcast for all those other young parents out there who like to have a bit of a... Or old parents. We don't discriminate. Okay. Old parents, you're included too. We like to have a bit of a booze up when the kids go to sleep. Like our first one is right now and our younger one is trying to go to sleep right now. He's fighting sleep. He's fighting sleep. But yeah, do you want to add anything? What to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Bye. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Hi, guys. Oh, where is your volumes at, man? <laughs> Welcome, fans. Ni hao, baoni. Yo. How you doing, guys? What up, what up, what up? Wow, wow. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, Okay. So uh, we're drinking... Um, some very spicy ginger. Yeah, ginger. it's Nigerian ginger, actually. Oh. Um, we're drinking... So, all right. So, obviously, for a while, the cocktail element has been missing. <laughs> so, um, as I was making these cocktails, obviously, I forgot to record it. So, uh, I said it's been missing. But, you know, we're, get, we're getting, slowly getting back on it. But the cocktail of the episode is cognac with ginger beer. Yeah. So, it's like a, a 50, 75 mil of cognac with ice topped up with ginger Nigerian ginger beer so super you know, spicy it's very very spicy yeah yeah thank you pardon sorry mm. yeah so guys my baby's gonna be three tomorrow Miss <laughs> mm. Delicious Ivan's turning three yeah I remember when we brought him home Deep. We're, we're, the, we're those parents now that we talk about um, we talk about our children every uh, opportunity we get really I've always been like that I don't know about you I mean I, I guess I'm I am like that now I've always been like that yeah also I'm like that now I mean, I mean, I compared guess, to pre-kids I guess um, when you have your baby breastfeed them you know until until um, until the baby's now saying it's enough mum it's enough yeah are you using the coaster? Uh, Can you imagine? Sorry. Not using are the you, coaster. Are you using the coaster? I'm going to use the coaster with my beautiful face on it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, basically, we um, decided to get coasters with our faces on it. And and obviously, you're going to pick pictures that you just look mm. spectacular. Mm. So I have a really nice, pretty picture of myself the coaster and just look at my picture I'm like alright and I'm using the coaster with both of us on it because I'm all about togetherness and not singleness 
Well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, so it's Ivan's birthday tomorrow, Friday. We're having a little kid's party on Saturday. Oh, it's going to be a lot. But, no, it isn't. It is, it is. It's going to be a lot. Let's okay. not lie to ourselves. Okay, 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 okay. But, I mean, do you remember, so I'm not sure if we tell you if we... T- oh, sorry. <laughs> not sure if I told you, if we told you guys the story, but um, a few weeks ago, um, some parents thought, well, two parents exactly thought that the party was... Literally that, 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 weekend. that weekend. So they showed up like, hey, happy birthday. Mike and I, I, I think I wasn't even wearing trousers. I wasn't wearing... Yeah, I was, I was, I was topless. Mike was topless. You know, pecs was, out. Yeah. Well. You know, pecs glistening, biceps all, you know, swollen everything from the, the day before. You're a hater. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, you know, and there was just three kids. It was just literally Ivan um, and two of his school friends. And they were running up and down the corridor around the kid. They, li- they literally built themselves an obstacle course and they just kept running round and round the circles over the sofa, under the sofa, through the corridor, through the under kitchen, the under the dining table, around okay. the dining table, through the kitchen, into the playroom. All, all that st- that cycle. And I was like, oh, there's only three of them. What if like, you know, 20 of them decide to come so on the weekend? only about eight kids' parents have RSVP'd. So that should be fine. So, but... Could, could, is there a possibility that some more could turn up? You know, there's people that decide to... There's a lot of people that always decide to turn up when they don't ask VP, isn't it? Mm. So there's that possibility of them, of random kids deciding to turn up. However, um, the kids, the amount of kids that we do have are um, RSVP'd. We have about eight kids RSVP'd. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an experience, but it should be fine. Yeah. And then obviously the parents. Um, we were going to make some boozy drink, but I'm not sure. Do you think we should? I don't think. No, I was just bother. thinking about that as well. As I was I'm thinking this. there's no point. Like it's like middle of the day. Nothing like wrong with drinking to... in the middle of the day. Uh-huh, okay. Nothing wrong with it. But one to three, a lot of the time, like. I mean, they'll only be drinking for two hours. To be honest. Yeah, it's just, and it's not like they've got enough time to let the booze wear off mm. for them to go off and drive. Do me a favor. Bring your mic up a bit. And see this bit, just turn it towards you. Yeah, just, yeah, that bit, there we go. And then move it closer to you. Yeah. Yeah, so they don't really Much have... Much better. Yeah, they don't really oh, have... Oh, we t- can hear blessing. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, they don't really have time to um, get the drink, you know, out of the system to go off and drive. Personally, mm. I don't encourage drinking and driving. Um so yeah, so for me, I don't think it's necessary. The party's literally one to three p.m. It's a kid party. Yeah, and we need. I, to- I'm not gonna lie. I might be a little bit intoxicated simply because there's gonna be like twenty hundred kids running around. So um, I think I need a little bit of liquor in my system just to tolerate, just to you know take Tal- the edge off. Tolerate. <laughs> just, to, just to take the edge off a bit. <laughs> um, here's the thing. There's a few things that we obviously have to do. Checklist, you know, we fit the gates. Have to fit the gates so that kids don't decide they're going to run up stairs. Yeah, oh, we need to pick up the food from the caterer. We need to pick up the cake. Yeah, we need to um, need to put all these bloody toys away. Put all the, no, because we need to put them in his in his in the playroom. In the playroom. I mean, how how am I going to be literally sitting down on the dining table next to his car? Yeah, and then next to the rattle. Yeah. It's meant to be in the playroom. And, but, you his, know. and his hard hat. This is the thing, yeah. Like the whole point of him having a playroom is to keep the toys out of the main area of the house. But I'm sure if any of you guys are parents and you happen to have a playroom, you, you, you're you probably rolling your eyes and thinking you, you knew that 
the toys weren't going to stay in the playroom. I'm not going to lie. I thought they would stay in the playroom. <laughs> they call me ignorant, call me naive, but I thought they would actually stay in the playroom. Yeah. Why can't they stay in the playroom? It's a playroom. It's big enough. Mm. It is what it is. But mm. anyway, it's like, hopefully the, the kids are fully occupied with the playroom. You know, we've got all these costumes and <clears throat> loads of toys, role play. By then, Ivan's going to have his toy kitchen as well. Um, because you guys are picking it up tomorrow in Ikea. Oh, is it, you ordered it already? No, but you're buying it tomorrow Oh, in Ikea. Okay, first time I know this. So yeah, so tomorrow you're going to get the toy kitchen and um, the food and stuff. So they'll be... They, so they are, should... we, are we fixing it for the party or...? Yes, everything Ooh. is... is going to so get my pink drill out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, you and Jay, you and Johnson... And because Johnson's buying it as a birthday present for Ivan. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, the kitchen should be fixed. So, they should be really occupied in that playroom. Hopefully, they're not going to be running up and down the house and going up the stairs and things like that. Mm. But, anyways, yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Basically. Um, there's one thing that triggered me, guys. You know, I don't like to say that I stay triggered, but I'm pretty triggered, I'd say, like, 75% of the time. I, I get triggered quite easily. And I've realised this, year because I was gifted a Fitbit for my birthday. And um, a lot of the time, my my BPM is, like... 90 120 if i'm reading something it goes to like 120 i'm just like oh my gosh or oh, if you're reading something that triggers you yeah your heart rate goes up yeah that's quite natural right yeah so i'm just like okay i need to chill out a bit because like you know i'm always triggered but but there's your th- what, what happens to your watch when when you're um does it like tell you does it start making noise and things to chill out or something or no it has like a love heart thing with two dots on top and it's, I, I'm, I'm assuming that that's saying chill the f out. But that's it. it doesn't doesn't vibrate. Doesn't come out. Slap you and say, "Hey, chill the f out." Nah, no, nah. But anyways, so basically, oh, interesting. Um, one of my sorry, sorry. I just would have thought it would buzz like it bzz, calm down. But no, hey, it doesn't. Maybe that's just... it. Has like this. It has this whole relaxing thing where when you you want to do like a two minute meditation or five minute meditation or something like that, and then when you breathe out. It vibrates when it's time for you to breathe out. It's quite cool. Hmm. But anyways, so there's something that kind of triggered me. One of Michael's friends, um, one of Michael's friends decided to make a joke about our hair. Okay. Specifically my beard. Michael's beard. And they caught, they said that it looked like pubes. And this friend is white. So that triggered me because... I feel like there's a long-standing history when it comes down to like black hair, what is acceptable in society and things like that. And I was questioning, saying, are you okay there, mate? Yeah, I just dropped my coaster, sorry. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, am I being too sensitive? Is it racist? Or is it, is it just this person's opinion? You know, I, I'd, I'd rather have... I'd rather have more of a softer beard than puby beard than 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 pubes like on your face. That looks like wires. That looks like wires, mm. and I mean, Afro hair is Afro hair. Do you know what I mean? And it, it is what it is. And I was thinking, am I being oversensitive? Am I being um, 
am I just being triggered by something, you know, just because? Mm. And it was, and I had to kind of like really dig deep to myself and think, is, I was trying to, I was trying to really dig deep and thinking, okay, am I being oversensitive? You know, is he joking? And the main question is, is, is it a joke? Is it okay to joke about race? Is it racist or is it just a joke? Is it an insult? Is it, do you know what I mean? And (coughs) I was having this conversation with my brother because I was, you know, a lot of the time, even though you guys might listen to podcasts and think, this girl, she's always on the hype. I do like to analyze myself and I like to ask myself questions. You know, I'm always trying to grow and become a better person. So I ask, and the person who's always brutally honest without any edit whatsoever is my brother. I speak to my brother all the time. Mm. Me and him get into constant debates. Yes or no, babes? Yeah, very heated ones too. Very heated debates. Hilarious when I get into it. But me and my brother brother were very, very close. And I know that he will be as honest as he, he's he's very honest with me so mm. if he's like no you've been dumb he'll say that to me he was like no you've actually been quite dumb babe you'll be like you've actually been quite dumb b mm. he, he calls me bless or b you you actually been quite um, dumb about that situation mm. i'm like really was it dumb and the thing is like we both have very differing opinions about stuff but well, him and you yeah mm. extremely differing opinions about things but at the same time you know, I like to hear, I, I like to hear like another opinion. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm. So he was saying, oh no, but when I'm amongst my friends that are like of different races, sometimes we joke and stuff. And then he was talking about how Prince William was caught on camera calling one of his friends. And I really don't want to... Was it William? Prince William, is it Prince Charles? No, Prince mm, Charles mm. was caught calling one of his friends. A packy. A packy. And... Uh, like I was brought up the thing is yeah like I was brought up in Tower Hamlets yeah specifically Whitechapel before we moved to East London for all those who yeah, don't know East London before we moved to Cambridgeshire yeah and oh my gosh I saw some people get beaten sorry up. Could, could you do this just What's move your right because you just sound a, you just sound a bit off-centered oh my gosh there we go perfect perfect yeah so a bit more a bit more uh, yeah is it close enough to your mouth okay is it close enough? I can't see you, but is it close? It's all right. Okay. So, yeah, I saw a lot of people get Perfect. beaten up um, over calling um, somebody the P word. Because I consider that the P word just like how I consider it. I don't like anybody calling... Um, I don't like anybody really using the N word. Sometimes I'd dabble and indulge in the use of the word. Um but it's not my I, I prefer not to use it at all you probably used it out of passion yeah so um yeah like I feel like if my because because the thing is Prince Charles's friends came out and said oh no like we just call each other names we're, we're friends you know we joke and stuff mm. like that and for me no matter how much you're my friend if you came and called me a nigger I'd have a big problem with that. Yeah, I think I think there are boundaries. I think. I, but I, but I, here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. It's it's a, it's a, it's great. There's a there's a great area with the situation because you, on the other hand, you call him names. Like I don't call him. I don't call him white names though. No, like you. 
we may we may joke like you know that that's such a white boy thing to do yeah but i feel like okay so i feel like okay what type of names because i'm pretty sure that i've caught you calling him something white related probably white chocolate or vanilla ice but you know it's not incredibly racist like oh you know kkk cracker or stuff like that you're right there you know but we're, we're not like damn right hater racist like kkk cracker kind of thing because i don't believe in that but like i, I would call it like you know ice chalk or what white, white chalk or you know milky milky bar boy or whatever i feel like any, but i think but, okay, we, but yeah but this guy in nice relationship isn't it's not based on it's, it's based on light racial banter but i think the difference between him and i is um He, I think his one is kind of like his racial. It's based on a bit of ignorance. Mm. And I've told him this to his face. It's not a problem, isn't it? But like, I feel like sometimes he says things, and I feel like you do not know how racist you sound. Mm. At least, at least for someone like myself, like I know I've got a friend who is white, mm. and I can tease him about you know being white. Like you know, you, you, like for example, he'll say, "Oh, I got a tan." I'd be like, "Yeah, you got. You still got a long way to go, bro." Before <laughs> you, you know, my complexion. Yeah. But you know, there's jokes like that. But I feel yeah. like. When it comes to like, I feel like we never had a discussion when it came to like matters of hair because I feel like when it comes to hair, it's different because you're a white boy, mm. you can do all sorts of hair. You, your hair can be straight, it can be right corner, left corner, angle, straight, curly, <laughs> whirly. You can even make it nappy nowadays according to some videos on YouTube. Mm. You can even have mother freaking Afro hair. Mm. But with us black guys, our hair is our hair. Mm. Very, very limited things you could do with it. So, you know, for you to come out and say, oh, you know... Um, unless you chemically process it. Unless you chemically process it, which is, you know, a considered a coon thing to do. Oh, but, uh, not really. <laughs> to some individuals, not my opinion, of course, but to mm. some individuals, you know, a lot people, of people, people, do a lot it. people have huge problems with, you know, people relaxing their hair yeah. or relaxing the beard. And like that post you showed me the other day, you know, it's considered oh my a, gosh. such does a coon a, thing to does do. A, there's a video of this woman who relaxed her hair on on instagram and she was relaxing her hair and she cut her hair and everything and mm. the whole natural hair nazis literally came yeah and was literally her. making her like she was probably regretting her life at that point like, yeah don't know seriously. what she was thinking um but yeah like yeah i feel like when it comes to hair we we, we can't do much of it so and where i had to where i had to call him out on it as well was it's one thing saying, oh, yeah, um, you know, sharp, pube face, whatever, yeah. But then there's one thing, you know, describing the texture of the hair mm. as if, like, you know, one has control over the texture of one's hair. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I feel like, yeah, so I feel like sometimes his his banter is kind of based in a bit of ignorance. Yeah. Um, there's many times I have to call but him out can of stuff. You, can you claim ignorance in 2019? You'd be surprised because some people just are not, as clued up with, 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 with our culture, I think. I think in 2019 you can, because, you know, it depends on what mediums he consumes. Mm. You know, he may he may just be, you know, into, like, country folk music and watch EastEnders. I'm pretty sure you've introduced he, him to some Afrobeats. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean he knows. It doesn't mean he knows the boundaries. And also, also I don't think he has boundaries. black friends. Oh, if I, I was going to say all. I don't think he had boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got many black friends. Yeah. So I'm probably like one of two. I don't know, mm. or or probably the only one. I don't know. So I guess with me, and obviously I'm quite a relaxed character, isn't it? But there are times where he, I've come home like, oh, this guy, 
Yeah. I think here's the thing, yeah, like I've never had a friendship with a with a white person or somebody um, from a different background that we've had jokey racial banter. And the reason mm. why that is, is because I'm always watching and reading up about like black history and stuff like that. And I know I get easily triggered mm. and Mike knows this as well. Yeah. So I get easily triggered about things. So I'm not somebody like, I'm like, for me, I'd be like, what type of stupid joke is that? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't find racial things funny. Mm. Mike, doesn't have an issue with it he's got loads of he's got loads I, of friends I, I, that, I don't have an issue with it to a point yeah so for him he's kind of he's very relaxed about it and like i catch because, men, because, because i think i feel like i feel like john said like amongst friends yeah. there's a there's an element of security yeah so, so but, but there's also an element of security like if you go too far i'll still let you know like listen yeah. we call but don't say that because yeah. anybody else you get a black eye you yeah know what I mean? so like i think that's the situation with the prince charles situation the mm. prince charles thing like his friend came out and said no nah, like we say we we have jokes like that with each other all the time mm. and my me like i've got a friend that i'm quite good i'm i've got quite i'm quite good friends with um, a Bangladeshi girl, but it's not like we're gonna. I'm gonna go around saying like Bangladeshi type of I question. Don't know. Let me first back into the works here. Do you think? Do you think racial banter um, is different in male to male relationships than female to female relationships? Probably not. It might. Just, I think it depends on the relationship, isn't it? Because I feel mm. like if people, if you're like me who might be overly sensitive to racial related things, then it won't fly, isn't it? But there's a lot of people that are like you who's pretty comfortable with it. My brother's very comfortable with it as well. Mm. You know, he's he's always cracking jokes like that. With me, um, I know that everybody has a slight bit of racist in them. Everybody's racist. Everybody is a little bit racist. The and difference is how you, how you, how you portray that yeah, racism. Everybody's so a little bit racist. And the thing is, it's like, I feel like there's different levels to racism, yeah? So you got the racism, racist, that's like a jokey kind of racist, yeah? Mm. And you're, you, it's not like you hate the person. You, you're not, you don't hate that race. Mm. You just kind of like joke. You kind of joke. So for example, like, if you see somebody... Okay, so for example, if we see... Um, let's say, let's say you, when you watch a movie and then um, you're hearing somebody scream... Like and, oh, the, and, and, and then the white, person, the white person is like, oh, what oh, is that? What's that? Let's and go and let's explore. Go, yeah, let's go and explore. And we're thinking, oh, oh that's, that's a, white a white people shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So for us, yeah, if you're watching a movie and then you're seeing like, uh, you're, you're watching that movie and they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I wonder what's going on. Let's go and see. Then is the black person will be like, ah, hell no. Nah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Get Somebody's your stuff <laughs> now. You got two minutes. Pack all your shit. Let's go. <laughs> no. Pack what? No. Leaving our ish. Yeah, that's me even being liberal still. <laughs> I will leave my thing and I will leave. I will go. Do you know what I mean? But in the movies, you'd see like the white person going. This is obviously stereotypical. I think, but it's quite common though. You see it. Yeah. It's like it's a, a, a typical format. Yeah. So the format. Like the white person will go and explore, look for the trouble, whilst yeah. the black person will probably get killed first yeah. Yeah. in the film. Even though the black person nowadays, ran away. Nowadays, they're letting us, you know, they're letting us live a little bit longer. <laughs> in so the movies. sometimes we might die towards the end. So basically. Still the first. So basically, in the movies, we're like, oh, flip sake, that's some white people shit. And yeah. that's when they go in and then they, you know, they explore. So 
when we're joking or they go and call the aliens from the other planet or that yeah mm. so for example there's um we, we, i was reading something and we and th- basically nasa sending out signals to other solar systems and stuff to see if any aliens respond like mike and i was just like no that's some white people that's, shit why do you want why because at the end of the day why are you trying to pr- like why are you like why are you like probably don't you watch the movies don't you watch the movies that came from someone's vivid imagination yeah that maybe has some element of truth to it yeah i just i no 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 don't don't be trying to look for them mm. just leave them leave them alone for us we should be looking for them exactly Simples. but anyways yeah so us saying stuff like that is because of the stereotypes from movies and things like that so mm. oh no that's some white people ish that's some white people ish okay so would you say do you like you know when i say okay there's but there's levels everyone's a little bit of racist so us yeah. saying us saying nah that's some white people ish yeah mm. that is racist it's a bit racism yeah bit, but it's, I, feel, it's I racist. definitely feel there, there are levels yeah like for example there was one time i was um one in my one one of my former jobs um i uh for lunch i came in and you know we'd cooked rice and chicken and I came in, you know, warmed up the rice chicken, sat down on the table, and one there's one of the other one of my colleagues at the time who was just a, a white chick went, "Oh, is that rice and chicken, Michael?" I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, oh, "Ain't you a stereotype?" Wow. And I just thought to myself, "Is anyone just had that?" It's like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Yeah, it is a stereotype." You know, we eat rice and chicken just like you know, and I just had to fight about like you have roast potatoes and slices of beef or whatever, like you know. <laughs> do you want a Maggie cube with that <laughs> but, but yeah um i think yeah there was there's i think a lot of our racism was based on stereotypes i feel like mike's response like okay so for example yeah like if somebody said oh aren't you a stereotype to me i think i'll let that slide but michael has told me some stories of people saying outright disrespectful like racist stuff in your face here's the thing here's the difference you know when i said there's levels yeah mm. you got the jokey racist yeah so the jokey racist will say stuff amongst their friends so mm. like how your friend you and your friends do your jokey banter so you'll say to your friend don't do some white people ish and he'll be saying to you don't be late <laughs> do you know what i mean michael, michael english time please not yeah english time, time not black people t- not black black time not nigerian not time nigerian stuff. time yeah so that's you know no, it's quite funny yeah that's so that's the that's the type of banter that's the type of racist banter that's acceptable within context right mm. but then you've got the racist racist who does not like black people mm. or white people or asian people or any race this uh, genuine hate who just hates you mm. and they will and they intend on making you aware of their hatred towards mm. you in because you to provoke a reaction to provoke an, to provoke an, um, re- a reaction so those in my opinion are the real racists because it's mm. like you got racist like for me yeah if i don't know you i'm not gonna just see you do something that's evidently some white people ish and be like oh my gosh that's some white people ish. Yeah, i'll just carry on walking I, won't, I don't know you like that so why am i gonna be joking with you like that you mm. know but on the same note if somebody saw me and they've only known me for five seconds and then they were like, mm, is that black people time? <laughs> like, even though that's a joke, I'll probably laugh at that because I'll just be like, yeah, you know, like my parent. And new, yeah, I, I, always, mm. I always use the fact that I've just had a baby as an excuse at the moment. But there, there is black time and there's parent time. Yeah, there's parent time. Okay. There's definitely parent there's time. There's definitely parent time. But like certain things like that. Um, but I feel like, I feel like, are you okay there? Do, do you want me to do the high? 
Are you right? I'm just a bit spicy. Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to say a race thing right now. Uh, are you doing the white boy? I did a white boy cough. cough. <laughs> white boy cough. <laughs> you see? It's very common for, um, well, I've seen white boys to, white people to cough when something's too spicy. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I just coughed on my spicy ginger beer. Yeah. Ugh. Our son does a white boy cough every time he has spice. Yeah. Because mm. he's... Spice tolerance, but we're transitioning him. Yeah, yeah. we're trying to transition him into (laughs) into a Nigerian palate. Gosh, almost lost me there. (laughs) But Uh. anyways, yeah. So like amongst amongst friends and family within Mm. a safe environment is is kind of acceptable. And I'm assuming that where there's no hate present. Yeah, so I'm assuming you can enjoy a bit light-hearted racial banter. Yeah, so I'm assuming that that's why. There's still areas that you don't go. Yeah, so I'm assuming that that's why your friend felt the need to mention your yeah. He felt very comfortable, <laughs> but because I, I guess I'm not. We're not friends like but that. But no, don't get twisted. I was I was also offended too. Yeah, which is why I pointed it out to him yeah. in private. Yeah. So because we're not friends like that, for me, I because I've got natural hair mm. and I and I got triggered because I was thinking to myself wait my sons are gonna I'm not gonna re- relax my baby my boy's hair do you know what I mean mm. and he, he's got like a little bit of a high top going on with the fade and like if we ever have any more children if I have if I hypothetically have a daughter she's gonna have natural hair or my future nieces and nephews are gonna have natural hair mm. or whatever and I wouldn't want them to come into a world where they're now judged by the texture of their hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably what triggered me because I'm like, no, like there's people that are actually told, no, that hair is unprofessional because, you know, X. Mm. And I think I just got triggered by that and it just made me feel very uncomfortable. And because yeah. of that, um, we've got this group chat uh, with his friend and I completely just out of rage, changed the name of the group chat <laughs> and like wrote like, it's like I just said, these, this is what's acceptable. This is what was yeah, acceptable. Yeah. Like I just kind of like reacted, and because of that reaction, I had to speak to my brother, and I was like, "Did you overreact? Did I overreact?" And my brother was like, "Yeah, I think you did. Like, you know, it's a joke. Maybe, it was a, maybe joke. a little, maybe a little. But yeah. I feel like, but then again, that's just you, isn't it's it? Just people me. just accept that's people just said that's just that's you so like you know when it comes to our racial banter maybe there's a certain level of racial that you don't go around blessing but yeah. when it's him and i you know yeah we could have a bit of racial banter like you know how much product you know him and, no, him and i have no banter but there's certain times where he like i feel like sometimes you take it too far and i feel just be, i think because you're too comfortable mm. and i'm quite easy easy going that yeah. you think it's okay so sometimes i have to like put it back like hey yeah sorry like hey listen um I know we boys and we have racial banter and stuff and it's cool, but hair is no good area, isn't yeah. it? Just to let you know. And there was one time, by the way, guys, that somebody felt <coughs> way too comfortable around me mm. and said, Do you know, back <sighs> in the day, you would have been a sex slave. And we just thought, what's the... F- I'm sorry about swear on this one, but what the actual fuck did he just say? It's very awkward because it's around because other we, friends of ours as well. We all look, look, look to each other like, it can go one way or the other. Yeah. Let's ignore it. So we just ignored it. And I think he got the message like, maybe I took it too far. Yeah. And he wasn't racist again like that, ever. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's a bit, they, there you go. There are boundaries. Like you don't, when it comes to racial banter amongst multi, multiracial friends, you don't joke about history. Like you don't joke about slave trades or slave masters or what is that being said we were we went we you know during tyd days we, we were definitely invited to a couple of dinners and people would say stuff like oh you know you're not typical blacks and that used to always trigger me as well but i just wouldn't say anything but also that's we ignorance profi- though isn't it yeah because what they want what they want to say is that we don't fit the stereotype of what they see in the everyday media of what black people are mm. and at that time as well the riots were happening mm. and you know all this nonsense was happening and black people mm. were just want pay, painted in a good light mm. so obviously you and i come along now and befriend these aristocrats mm. and like oh you're not you know like you know like how they paint you guys out to be and it's quite interesting because that family had a long history in of owning slaves. Of owning slaves. Which they are not proud of. They're not proud well, of. At least her, she wasn't proud of it. Yeah. Like, I'm really, really sorry. I don't... They actually apologised. I'm not proud of it. Uh, you know, <laughs> That's but, how they made their money. Yeah. They made their money. Yeah. We're not, we're not proud of it. Yeah. Definitely not proud of it. And obviously we do value you as friends. <laughs> and, you know, they're really, they're really overcompensated. Yeah. You know, for the fact that, you know, we were... <coughs> Excuse me, they're they're black friends. Yeah, you know they'll you know smooch us, they'll take us out, they'll yeah. call us every now and then, say how we were, they'll offer advice, they'll give us connections. You know, yeah. I feel yeah, I feel like you know overcompensating sometimes takes place. Yeah, but is that well, racist too? No, like I think. I feel like when people overcompensate, and that means they're, they're showing some form of empathy to the history or whatever, and mm. I respect that. Is when people, um, I mean, all right, let me for another Spanish yeah. words real quick. When a, when a, for example, a white woman marries a black man, and mm. we've seen this in relatives, for example, do you, do you feel it's racist for the white person to want to actively get involved in the culture? No. Or do you think also it's, on the flip side of that, do you think overcompensated for the fact that you're black and Nigerian is also like a bit you know what do you mean <coughs> okay for example i think i think i know where you're going with this yeah. okay so basically one of our friends has one of our friends married a sri lankan yeah and basically her children look perfect example yeah perfect example her, she was before she got married to her to her husband she was very afrocentric right? yeah black this my man's gonna be black yeah, so she ends up marrying Sri Lankan. Her sons do not look like they have even one drop of no, black in them. They look very Asian. They look very Asian. But <coughs> she has, <sighs> she has, spicy, <laughs> she has really worked hard to make sure that her kids speak Yoruba. In fact, that's probably their first language because she only speaks Yoruba to them. Mm. And the only one who speaks English to them is their father, who should really be speaking Tamil personally. But um, yeah, because they. But the thing is, the reason why they need the reason why they need at least one of them to they they need at least one of them to be speaking English to them because they're not really out there. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't go to school. They don't go to school. They're homeschooled. Yeah. So basically, their father speaks Tamil. Mm. I mean, their father speaks English to them, and she speaks only Yoruba to them. Mm. And I would think that that's somewhat of that's some that's a bit that's a bit of um, overcompensation <coughs> for her because she's probably thinking the fact that my but children it's overcompensating racist. Y- what do you mean? 
is it a race? Is it a race? Is it no, a racial I thing? I don't think so. I don't think it's racist, but I think her, she's because obviously like, she wants to really ham, drum into the fact that her boys are Nigerian, right? Yeah. Because they clearly look Asian. Yeah, I but remember you, there was did, one conversation did, did, that she had with me. But is that related to some form of like? So you say that she's racist. Could she be? Could she be I racist mean, for doing that? We both know that before she even married her husband, she was saying a lot of questionable things that did sound low key racist. But every, mm. like we said before, everybody is a little bit racist. She ain't gonna be <coughs> saying in front of people mm. in their faces racist stuff. She's not. The, she's not the radical. She's not the hating racist. Mm. She's. She's the opinionate. I'd say. I no. I think there's three categories. You got the jokey racist. You got the opinionated racist. And you got the radical hate and I can't stand you. I can't be in the same room as you. What's racist. the opinionated racist? Opinionated, you know, they've always got something to say, isn't it? Like, I think I might be in between the jokey and the opinionated. I think you're more close to opinionated. Because, <laughs> because. I judge by previous yeah, events. Because I, <laughs> because, I, okay, I think I'm more on the opinionated side as well. Because I think it's very difficult for me to be in, a room. I find it very uncomfortable with people doing all these. You know, like how you do jokey, jokey, racist, racial banter. Mm. I find most of the banter quite uncomfortable um, to be around. I'm going to mm. be honest with you. And I know that people, a lot of people, you and Jay are pretty easy when it comes to racial banter. You, you know, you kind of do that. But with me, like I've read so many books about black history and things like that, mm. and whenever i but not only black history by the way i've done, read so many different books about for example because obviously i'm studying chinese i like to learn about culture chinese culture so i've read loads of books about china um about the history of china i've read loads of books about like bangladesh and all india and all these little you know i've read loads of random little books about that so whenever i'm seeing people say stuff that seems a little bit racial i get very uncomfortable and I think I can become definitely the opinionated person in that sense, but it's not even that I'm racist to anybody in um, exclusively. Mm. <laughs> if somebody if somebody says something racist to me, I'm like, or if somebody says something racial around me, I find that quite uncomfortable. I think mm. the closest thing to a constant racial statement that I make is, oh, that's some white people shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But anything else, I, you ain't going to really catch me saying anything racial per se, mm. unless I'm... On, on unless you unless I've been stuck on a customer service line for twenty four for like five hours and like and then I get forward to somebody in India and then that person doesn't do anything I get really pissed off about stuff like that do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> Different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that. But I wouldn't say that I don't consider that racist because that's general. Like you can mm. be sent to literally anywhere, be on the customer service for for ages, and then they're not doing anything for you because they can't because they can't because they because they're literally just pressing but they're just there to literally just answer calls they're not given any power or anything so mm. that's li that's not limited to the indian call centers do you know what i mean mm. but anyways i think i fall more into the opinionated route but that being said i wasn't open to i, I didn't want to marry a nigerian you didn't you still were you weren't but okay nigeria is fine against this country racism but you weren't uh, you weren't against marrying a black person in general that makes sense. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I didn't. I in my mind, the only race that I thought I was going to end up marrying was mm. black. Same with our friend <coughs> who ended up marrying a Sri Lankan. Yeah. So basically, I think what would have happened with like 
her, if I ended up marrying somebody out of race, I probably would have learned Yoruba and I probably would have become so conk, maybe like her, because she only, before she married her, her um, husband, she only dabbled in Yoruba. Mm. Now she's like full blown speaking it all do you the think, time. Do you interracial, interracial like coupling forces one to be very, 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 very like um, aware of their... Not all, the, not everybody, but if you notice as well, when you're watching, like when you watch all these YouTube videos and you see somebody who is in an interracial relationship, sometimes you find that, for example, the the one that the black party or the or one of the particular races start to get really, really interested or patriotic or something about their race. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And start really developing and dive, diving further and further into what. They, who they are and trying to discover themselves and it's probably maybe linked to some form of insecurities linked to the fact that they're with somebody other than their race i don't know mm. but i don't think that there should be if love is love do you know what i mean i don't think mm. you should ever if if i met somebody that was the love of, if michael wasn't the love of my life and i met a white guy that treated me like a queen like how michael treat mike treats me yeah then you it, need to rephrase that if michael was white because there's only one of me okay if michael was white yeah i would have still married michael the same do you know what i mean mm. because at the end of the day love is love and i'm not going to be like oh why is she with it if that guy treats you right if he, if that woman treats you right then who are we to say anything but would you would you then become more afrocentric i don't know your children are now mixed race i don't know I don't know because I'm not in that situation, but maybe mm. because the thing is, I don't understand. I don't, I can't see myself being more Afrocentric than I already am. And mm. I'm, uh, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm with a black person. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not, but that being said, it's not like I'm learning Yoruba, I'm learning Chinese. If mm. I was really, really Afrocentric, I'll be putting my head down and really trying to learn Yoruba. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I'm not. I'm learning Mandarin. So it is what it is. So you don't think overcompensating is considered racist? No. Even in the lightest form? No. But she did make one statement once that triggered me, but I didn't say anything. She was like, oh, um, my sons are more Nigerian than your sons. Like, yo. Because <laughs> they can speak and understand Yoruba. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. When did it even become a competition? Yeah. It's not even a competition That's like that. personality though. Yeah. That's her personality. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um that was and I was thinking, wait, like if that's what makes you sleep better at night, okay. Cool, uh, you can have it. Cool, you can have it. Like that was because for me I was thinking it's not really a competition. I'm not trying to compete. I'm not mm. trying to compete with you. I'm not I, I I don't need to compete. I didn't answer to test. My ancestry test came back as 100% Nigerian. Mm. I don't really need to try to pretend to be Niger more Nigerian, less Nigerian, any X, Y, Z Nigerian. No, mm. it is what it is. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do really want to learn Yoruba and I do want to understand Yoruba, but um, Mike is the only, Mike is the person in this house that can actually speak it and understand it, but he's slacking. So speak to him, y'all. But yeah, <sighs> it is what it is. Like, I, I just needed to, I needed to, bring this question up because you know if anybody wants to send us any messages or whatever about this topic your opinion i'd really love to hear your point mm. your point of view um i feel like i think i am definitely oversensitive because of the you know i feel like everybody should be aware of the media and the content that they consume mm. yeah and i'm constantly watching documentaries constantly reading all these books constantly um thinking about stuff like this mm. and if you're always 
thinking about things like that and your history and you know your people whatever it makes you sometimes it can make you a little bit oversensitive mm. and it makes you a bit of a snowflake and i don't know what snowflake snowflake you know just, just 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 over Delicate. oversensitive you just over <laughs> you oversensitive about everything mm. and and i don't ever want to be that person who's oversensitive but i know that i get easily triggered like i might i know that i'm always triggered mm. and i and i and my brother's always like what is wrong with you chill out man chill out he's like what is wrong with you chill out you know everybody who's close close enough to me constantly telling me to chill out because i'm always triggered mm. um and I'm going to bring up a topic just now that's up because I was going through my Facebook and that triggered me, guys. It triggered me. Oh, my days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, basically, guys. Hold fast to your seats. <laughs> Let me read it to you guys. Oh, my gosh. It's... Uh, let me calm down first before I start... Because I don't, I don't want to start triggered. I just want to read it as a calm person. Okay. So I wrote 15th of February, 2010. Why, oh, why did Eve eat that fruit, man? This pain is excruciating. And then somebody decided... Wait, wait what, what was you reading? You need to read with some emotion there, mate. Why, oh, why did Eve Oh, no, Eve I mean, not eat- dramaticness. <laughs> Give all right, context. Give context, please. Context <clears throat> is I was on my period and I was in pain. Okay, okay. so I I assume mm-hmm. because it's kind of what I say all the time. I always blame Eve every time I'm every time I'm in pain. Um, even during labor, I remember um, this time around during labor, I blamed Eve. So I know that I was probably blaming Eve. I've been I've been blaming Eve, mm. but I said why or why did Eve eat that? Fruit man, this pain is excruciating. Then somebody wrote, "It's not just Eve. We eat that fruit most days of our lives." Gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. Sorry again. You lost me there. <clears throat> okay, so can you read your bit again? Read your post. Why? Oh, why did Eve eat that fruit, man? This pain is excruciating. Okay. Now insert the comment section. Okay. It's, first comment. First comment. It's not just Eve. We eat that fruit most days of our lives. Cast your burdens onto Jesus, darling. And remember, to obey his <laughs> to obey is better than to sacrifice. Better than better than to sacrifice. And if God wills you to be in that situation, then he'll surely bring you out. And I said, I'm talking about the time of the month, lol. Then Oh, okay. You should pray about it. Wait, wait, wait. This I, is what I think you need to read like the inserts. Like, okay. so this is me, and then this is that person. Okay. Because it sounded like what? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just being. I'm just being pernickety. But I just feel like I just. I just didn't know where you came so, in. So that person <laughs> said, um, "He'll show you bring out of it." And then I said, "I'm talking about the time of the month." Low. And then that person said, "There we go." Oh, okay. Lol. You should pray about it. I used to have the same problem for many years. Literally, I started very young. Then it continued (laughs) to... No, then I continued to pray and it stopped hurting and became regular. I had pain after a whole... um, I have... 
um, so she, no, I think they said, I think the person wanted to say I haven't had pain, but I had pain after a whole year of being pain free. I'm assuming that they said that they had a year of being pain free, but I know that I was in disobedience with a couple of things. But apart from that, continue to pray for complete healing. My friend was telling me about how we're not in that curse anymore once we've received Christ so we don't have to have a ch- um, have no childbirth pain or trauma or period pains. But obviously we Babe, need... calm down. But obviously we need... 10 years ago. But obviously we need to build up the faith somebody wrote i agree with the bob another person said preach sister can you imagine and then preach i preach what preach that you're not allowed to have pain <sighs> my gosh anyways get me started and then i wrote um preach sister and then i wrote can you please tell me when the bi- and where in the word it says that because if that's the case boy i'm going to have complete faith that i would have these that i wouldn't have these pains or when i have children i wouldn't experience pain as well i've never heard that ever surely we're still in the flesh if we don't have that um, if we don't have these pains wouldn't that make us perfect even if we're talking walking in the spirit we're still in our flesh scripture please and then this person <clears throat> wrote i heard it from somewhere obviously the, per- the person wrote because the person could have come with receipts mm-hmm. the person wrote I heard it from somewhere Shut seriously Mike, <laughs> then Mike wrote this is very interesting I don't dispute the healing power of God no however come on I believe this status was intended to be a joke right blessing what's with the over spiritualizing of um, about not experiencing any pain even Jesus who was made perfect and incorruptible incur- um, experienced pain especially at the cross can mm-hmm. anyone provide scripture on this please because i question that statement made by the person i don't want to name the person mm-hmm. but anyways this went on for a long time there was like <laughs> 24 i i think i was triggered i just thought to my, I, one thing that really <laughs> really now the liquor's in my system one thing that really really gets to me yeah is when you have your so-called Christian brothers and sisters who are over-spiritual. So, for example, that instance, and this is like, this is very, very common as well. In that instance, yeah, um, you were literally like having a little moan about, oh, I'm Eve, in pain. I'm in pain, I'm on period kind of thing. And she's like, oh, you know, I used to have pain too, but that's because I was in sin. So maybe we should check your walk with God. And it's like, are you blooming kidding me, mate? What, what do you mean? It's like... Pain isn't that is that it's, it's part of life. It's and unfortunately, uh, if you want to go biblical, Miss Bible, yeah, like God said that from now on, Eve, because you did this, childbirth is going to hurt. Yeah. So you know what's and everything actually, else going to hurt. What's actually really funny, guys? This person is actually a midwife now. That person that wrote the irony is she's telling her patients, "Oh, if you're if if you if you get in the in the labor ward and you feel pain, you might want to pause and check your walk with God." Or maybe you might be in disobedience. Just let them, I'm just saying. Hashtag just saying. You might be in disobedience. Is that what she's telling her patients? Oh, man. Because she's telling her patients that I'm reporting her to the NHS <laughs> uh, medical board, everyboardintheworld.com. Because that, I mean. But I read that and it triggered me. And I remember Mike and I that 
day we were talking on the phone just just really say is this what is this person on like seriously what is this person actually on so are they trying to say there's people like that that make christianity like seemed, like a joke yeah it i completely agree mm. people like that make Christians look like they loop, like loop, like, like we're just crazy, like we're just crazy. No, we're not real people. Yeah, that drink alcohol because, like, she, <sighs> for me, pain. huh? And have pain. Sorry, Karen. For me, I just think I would like to ask him. I wanted to ask him, but Mike was like, "It happened ten years ago. Stop, stop trying to come for somebody. <laughs> stop trying to, stop trying to remain triggered, man. Leave her alone." So Mike was like, "Leave her alone." But I wanted to basically she say, "She to call her up on the podcast." Have it all mic'd up like so. Remember you sent this post 10 years yeah. ago? Yeah. What did you mean by that? How do you feel about it now? Yeah, thinking... basically I wanted to call her on the podcast or I wanted to message her, yeah, on on um, Instagram. And I wanted to ask her whether she still holds the same opinion because I know she's probably had kids. I know she's she's had kids and she's a midwife. And it was probably painful. And it's probably painful. Not probably. Unless she had an epidural. It was painful. At the end of the day. Unless she had an epidural. Yeah, but there's still an element of pain in the beginning before you go to the hospital. True. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, labor is painful. It is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you are, if you think happy thoughts, then you get the good, you get the... Um, the endorphins. You get the endorphins, which the actually help. Uh, the, yeah, not the endorphins. It, it, it's it's the oxytocins? Uh, yeah, yeah. You basically <clears throat> get the good, good, good happy chemicals, yeah? Mm. Ox- is it? What's it? Oxytocin. Uh, Something like that, yeah. Is it endorphins? In, anyways, so dopamine. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> if you think happy thoughts, that tends to lessen. So if you have more of a positive opinion towards labor, and you have and you have positive like thoughts towards labor, that mm. makes the pains less than they should be. Mm. Still painful, but it's less. Mm. And if you're relaxed, it makes the whole process quicker instead of slow. Mm. So if you're if you're tense and you're if you're tense then it can no yeah, because you're focusing on pain right yeah if you're tense then it's probably think if you're tense and it's very natural for you to be tense freaking painful experience first experience whatever then it's easy for it to be a longer experience so for example first labor um, with Ivan my labor was thirty hours yeah mm. but I wouldn't say that it was um it was painful but i wouldn't say that it was the because a lot of people say it was near-death experience i wouldn't personally say my experience with ivan's labor was a near-death experience i wouldn't say that i felt like i was going to die do you know what i mean like Mm. i it was i was exhausted so it was 30 hours i was awake for 30 hours you know in feeling contractions all that type of stuff i was exhausted my my body was under a lot of pressure and all that type of stuff so Mm. yeah i'd say it was exhausting. I wouldn't say it was near death experience. I wouldn't say that the pain was that bad. However, Mateus's labor was that near death experience. I wouldn't say it was near death experience, but I felt like I wanted to die. Like I was in so much pain that I felt like I couldn't do it, and I used and I did both of the both labors naturally without any um, drugs. Um, with Mateus, however, <clears throat> that labor was in total probably no more than four hours. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So Ivan, 30 hours. Mateus, four hours. You think it was painful because it was quick? Because it was so quick. Mm. So it was painful because it was so quick, you know? Oh, sorry, more painful. Yeah, it was more painful because it was more painful because it was so quick mm. and everything happened just really quickly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. This boy was out 
it was just it was just so it was really quick it was really really quick um but it was excruciating I genuinely felt like I couldn't do it mm. and I was considering an epidural uh, there was points when I was considering getting an epidural but then I was just like no I'm nearly there you know <laughs> plus you I'm sure it was way too far in anyway yeah I was way too far in as well you know but yeah so like I think everybody has a different experience with it, but both of the time, but both times I was really excited to meet the boys. Mm. Um, with Ivan's, I wouldn't say that I felt that much pain um, because I've had painful periods all my life, mm. so it just felt like a period pain to me. Yeah. So, but are I was, you sure you wasn't in a, in a disobedience? I, it is. I don't. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> isn't it? So for me, like. For me, I just felt like, okay, well, you know, I'm really excited to meet my boy. I just want him out of me at this point, mm. you know. Same with Mateus. I was just really <clears> excited <throat> to meet Mateus. And, oh, like, I'm just really, obviously, I'm really blessed to have my boys. But what I'm saying is, it's a painful experience. If you're, mm. like, I really want to know if anybody has had labor that's pain, absolutely pain-free naturally. Naturally, and it's pain-free. Please, mm. please write a book. Oh, I mean, all those people probably, if if there were full of shit, if they if they did have a painless um, pregnancy, then you know maybe they were in obedience of God. Are you are you joking? You're joking, obviously. <laughs> obviously, I can't you detect the sarcasm in my voice. When people are sarcastic, they tend to have a. Obviously, it's because they're in obedience of God. Yeah, you that's know? boring. Sometimes you you have to make your sarcasm seem real. Okay, so yeah, so I really wanted to basically come for her isn't it mike was this is why it's good to have blessing, a good husband blessing been meaning to come for a lot of people lately jesus is on it mate <laughs> but he's just on it mike keeps me in check i'm gonna be honest with so you you need to relax mate. mike's always keeping him in, me in check <laughs> like mike's just like babes it's not that deep not that deep so mike and jay are always keeping me in check mike and jay they're just like no chill out my brother back chill the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, and he's just like, he said to me yesterday, what is actually wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. He's like, what is wrong with you? So yeah, so Mike and Jake keep me in check. So sometimes it's good to have people that are brutally honest with you and tell you, tell you how it is. And you know that mm. they're coming from a place of love. So they're not trying to like, you know, they know my personality. They both know who, how I am, mm. uh, and um, who, no, they both know how I actually, how I, you know, how my, you know, how I behave. They know who I am as a person, and if it's justified, they'll be like, "No, you know what? No, fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if it's fair, but then if it's not justified, they're like, "Nah, I, I really think you should chill out. Mm. I really think it's time for you to chill out about that." But yeah, so um, I wanted to call her on the podcast, um, because I thought it would be quite interesting content actually because i reckon she would probably be like yeah do hold this and can you believe but guys she was supposed to be my midwife when we moved to Hertfordshire. yeah can you imagine she was just off sick that day i was just thinking god what would have been that would have been so hilarious this <laughs> is the same chick on face space that was like Maybe you weren't your disobedience, and now she's your midwife. Yo, so then they think, thank God, write this stuff. they just changed, they just changed it over. Wow, that would <laughs> I would have absolutely, I would have been pissed off about that. I'm like, I, I would not know who she I'd be like, Why are you so annoyed? This chick will let her do her job. And you'd be like, Do you not remember? <laughs> do you not remember? Get the Facebook out. Do you not remember? <laughs> I'm like, oh, snap, yeah, it's her. Whoa. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, so. 
um, that 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 whole situation triggered me. Mm. Um, I I remember at the time I was triggered, and then just a couple of days ago, when I when I and was browsing my just basically guys i said a whole lot of crap nonsense stuff on facebook isn't it and i was trying to browse facebook and seeing how how nonsense like i was just saying some crazy stuff different, when I was, you probably different person back then i was just saying some really crazy stuff different back person then. back then she has to go on a deleting spree yeah i was just in just disappointed in myself you know but you were a different person you had different views yeah you're also going through a really weird radical stage yeah. Where so, you were just nuts. So basically, guys, the backstory, obviously, if you listen back to one of the podcasts with me and Simone and Mike. Um, it, when, when Blessing joined the cult. Yeah, dude, that one. It's titled, Blessing, I joined the cult. I joined the cult. So basically, I joined um, a religious cult. And it was, it's a, it, was a Christ, it was a Christian cult. but it was Which is, by the way, this is where this um, obedience chick was from. Yeah, so she was part of that same cult. And... They kind of mask themselves as church. But if you're not part of that same church, just like any cult, they assume that you're not really, you don't have a, you're not having a good walk with God or whatever. So a lot of the people there were just, just on, a, on a rampage. Mm. And basically I was part of this cult. So I too was on a rampage. Everything I said was just radical. Yeah. Literally. It was basically, I'm not. It, it was borderline hate speech. Yeah. It was borderline <laughs> hate speech, borderline it was just unacceptable. Like me now looking at it, I was just thinking, how can I ever think like that? How, who, you did. And, <laughs> and, and I just, and it made me sick. It actually made me sick. And in fact, Blessing was actually quite, quite down, down. <laughs> for, I was actually, the, for the whole evening. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I, like, I can't believe I wrote that. Yeah. I was very <laughs> down because basically I was reading all of my old um, Facebook posts at the time and I was thinking how can I think that that's acceptable to one write for the for everybody to see mm. and two like how can I even think like that how can my brain because me now I don't know it just made me really upset. Yeah. It made me really upset even thinking And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to delete my Facebook. But then there was like all oh, these people that mm-hmm. like on Facebook. I'm just like, oh no. So she spent the evening deleting posts. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very long evening. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. I, 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 I encourage people to look back at their posts. Not just to, you know, see if there's any things you said are out line, but just to even see the type of person you were a few years ago. It's see very growth. interesting. It's good to it's see growth. growth. Yeah. Because... It's literally like an I'm a completely different person to that person in mm. 2010. And I was thinking to myself, how did Mike cope with me? And Mike was like, you wasn't like that with me. Yeah, you were nice to me, but you were <laughs> you were a proper bitch to everybody else. <laughs> you were horrible. And I witnessed you being just ruthless people. I'm thinking, oh, it's just the face. I know this face. I've seen this face before where people are like are fresh Christians. And it's like you go from ice cold to really hot. And then you just kind of like cool down a bit after a while. So she'll, she'll, she'll get through it. It's not a thing. But as long as you're nice to me, we're cool. And you were nice to me, so it's fine. Yeah, but I remember Mike and my, co- my cousin gave me an intervention. Yeah, because it was getting out of hand. Because it's it was Blessing. And yeah. Blessing didn't go through the normal uh, route of change that I thought she would. <laughs> so, Mike, so Mike and my cousin decided that they're going to give me an intervention. They were like, you need to calm the fuck down. Literally. This is not who you are. Um, this is not who you, sh- you want, who you really want to be. Mm. Um, and then they were like, just going through certain things that I was doing, that I was doing. And they were like, is this what you, is this what you want to do? 
Is this what you're about? Is this what you're about? Um, because if it is, babes, we're going to have problems. Yeah. So, so Blessing had to review herself. I reviewed myself. I analyzed myself. Because like I said, I've always been about growth. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I was a dickhead, I was about growth. Yeah. And then when Mike and my cousin gave me that inter- intervention, I it was almost like my eyes opened. And that's when I realized I had lost my best friend. And then I went on like a 10-year what nine, ten, nine, eight year journey of trying to get her back, and now me and her best friends again. That's deep. Yeah, mm. but yeah, my gosh. So, rule of the uh, moral of the story, kids, is um, stay in obedience to God. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, like if you have a uh, fake friends. Well, first of all, if you have um, if you have friends of the opposite race and you have racial banter, set some boundaries. You know. Consider the fact that sometimes they may get a little bit too comfortable, so you have to keep them in check every now and then. You expect them to do the same to you, like, you know, don't cast my potatoes and... and Your potatoes? Have. I'm just saying, like, things people like, listen, mate, I don't go, I don't come and, you know, have fun of your, j- your jollof rice, right? <laughs> don't have a, don't have a, don't have a, a pop at my roast potatoes on my Sundays, all right? Yeah. Oh, I, I love a good Sunday roast, though. Oh, I love a good Sunday roast. Oh, oh we should have one mm. on Sunday, actually. But anyway, Jen, mm. yeah. Mm. Anyways, yeah, so, anyways, Sorry, you're yeah. having to think about food. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, um, if you are one of those over-spiritualized Christians, I'm sorry I'm going to be explicit on this, on this is, but I don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> Just move away from me. Yeah. Um, move away from my family, move away from my wife. Simply because like, those people are toxic people. Those are like, we've those recently, are the we've ultimate re- Pharisees. We've recent, oh my gosh, yeah. The ultimate Pharisees ultimate. and Sadducees because they make you sad, you see. Okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> those lyrics right there is the I, cognac. like obviously we're nearly finished but like i'll um i'll watching adrian bylon's um don't get me started on adrian bylon please don't I get was me started watching one of her videos and she oh, was talking she about how um she was talking sorry can we pause she, just to let people know i have a huge problem with adrian bylon because i feel like i feel like and I, I don't care if anyone pops at me for this but i feel like she's she's very she's one of those people those over spiritualized people she's not She's not. Uh? Listen, let me finish. Okay. Tell the story about to tell. Okay. Tell me Adrian not is actually not over spiritual. She is a pretend Christian. Okay. Because, same thing. Because basically, it's okay. The same thing. No, you know what? I don't even, I'm going to take that back completely. Just wipe, forget that I even said she's a pretend Christian because okay. you know what? Her relationship with God is her relationship with God. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, when you marry, okay, so you know, like, let's say you meet somebody, yeah, mm. and you're trying to find the love of your life, okay, guys? Mm. And this person just happens to be Christian. You then decide, I'm me too. I'm going to be Christian so that this person can love me. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to adapt and grow and stuff. That's good. You can find your relationship with God. That's good. You have, mm-hmm. you know, whatever brings you to Christ, do you, boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's married to um, um, Israel, Israel Holton. Holton. Yeah. Okay. That guy makes sick beats. Like, that guy. He's a very, very famous Christian singer. He's. Artist, I love. All of his songs, okay? Mm. He divorced his wife, married Adrian, okay? Which was the whole big... So there's a lot of drama behind it. People say that... People are trying to say that he might may have cheated on his wife, blah, blah, blah. We don't know. We'll we don't. Know. We'll never know. Nobody will ever know. Mm. But basically, they was doing like a house tour or whatever, and they showed her fridge. And they were showing her fridge and stuff, and she was saying how her favourite... One, um, one of her favourite drinks is ginger beer, okay? And most people... Unless you've been living under the bridge, know that gingerbread is alcohol free. Okay, mm-hmm. so basically, most gingerbread is alcohol free. Like, well, we're just drinking just now. Exactly, but we we put booze in it. 
Yeah, yeah but, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, it's a mixer. For us, ginger beer is a mixer. Ginger beer, ginger ale is a mixer. Mm. Okay. So she was like, oh, one of my favorite drinks is ginger beer. So then she was like, and before you guys come for me saying that he's uh, that Israel Holton is a Christian man, it's not alcoholic. And I'm thinking, what why, do you mean? Is a Christian's can't drink alcohol? So you trying this to say, is what I mean. Yeah. This so, is what I mean. This so, is, but she makes a lot of those statements. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, first is first. Why did that? Why was that even a necessary statement? Why, why was it actually necessary? What, why did? You, how did she, that? in her logical mind, think that was correct? Yeah, to say? like what was the logic behind that? And if I really want to go deep with go this, deep. I, I'm like, I'm not gonna go deep. But if I really, really want to go deep, deep and say, look, you guys, you shouldn't be talking about how you know he's a Christian man. He should be drinking because he just he did get divorced. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like. If you're try- if he wants to make himself out to be perfect, which nobody is, Jesus came for the sinners, yeah. Mm-hmm. If he really wanted to come back and come out and be this perfect guy, he wouldn't have got a divorce yeah. because biblically, unless this per- unless unless um, unless there's been um, unless there was somebody that was unfaithful mm-hmm. or death, mm-hmm. then nothing separates Jesus you but to death. Work it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, in my opinion there was no point of her making that statement because mm. there's so many elements to their relationship that contradicts that statement. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So her and plus nothing there's nothing wrong with being a human being. There's nothing wrong with being a human being. There's nothing wrong with to being like, you know what? If that relationship didn't work out for you guys, cool. Find somebody who who will work out for you. Cool. Whatever. I, like mm. but so so how I see it is is that like her making that statement about, oh, yeah, I know you guys are going to come for him say he's a Christian man. Like, it just sounds so dumb because... Yeah, no one's going to come for no him with drinking alcoholic ginger beer. If somebody, if that alcoholic if, ginger beer is even freaking nice. If somebody was going to come for him about anything, it definitely was not going to be that ginger beer. It'll be probably about the fact that he got divorced uh, and, like, potentially cheated on his wife. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So if anybody was going to come for him for they're anything... coming for the fact that you that, cheated on your wife. Yeah, they're not coming for what you drink, what we'll you drink, drink or whatever. Ginger beer. Do you know what I mean? Girl, get out of here, and, bro. Then I was thinking to myself... But she makes a lot of those dumb statements. Yeah. Which is why I'm not a big and fan of And then I was hers. thinking, they've got matching tattoos as well, yeah? So, I look, I'm all for tattoos. I want to get a tattoo myself. I've been... Yeah, you're not getting a tattoo though. Mike's been really trying to prevent me from getting a tattoo. If you're going to get a tattoo, you're going to get a tattoo on your bum, within your bum crack. Whatever. That says Michael's... Bum crack? On the inside of your bum crack. <laughs> <laughs> so, when, only, I'm the only person that would ever see anyways, that tattoo. I, I've always Where liked the idea... Ship, sharp, sharp, <laughs> I've always liked the idea of having a tattoo under the my the creases on my breast. I love that yeah, tattoo. No, no, no. But anyways, um why why do you want that? I've I don't know, I've always wanted I've always wanted that type of tattoo. But um because I know I change my mind so often, that's yeah, the only reason you are, why you definitely should not get tattoos. Yeah. I because I'm the type of person that change I can change my mind like today I'd like something tomorrow, you know. It's just like, I just don't like it anymore. Mm. That's the only reason why I haven't actually ever got a tattoo. In fact, I had my tongue pierced. Within the space of three months, I took the tongue piercing out. And my mom was like, that cost me a lot of money for you to get that piercing. Like, you just took it out. <laughs> really pissed her off because she paid for it. But anyways, so she makes a lot of really crazy statements. She makes a lot of really, really crazy statements. And you're thinking, why are you making those statements? Mm. Because it kind of looks dumb. You just, it makes you it look really dumb. dumb. And also to those fans that follow you, you it, again, it just makes Christians look like cuckoos. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, I feel oh, like... So as a, I'm not going to be Christian now because clearly I can't drink alcohol. Yeah. I think, I think um, there's an issue um, 
a lot of people whenever I speak to somebody about whenever I'm trying to like witness or whatever yeah mm. they're like oh you know but you know this and that they start talking about all these things that they're struggling with I'm like look these are the things that you're struggling with it is what it is Jesus came for sinners Jesus I was like look you really think that Jesus um um where's it because you know Mike always calls me do or thunder he's like <laughs> oh you do or thunder like Jesus, one of because you're always on the hype. <laughs> one of Jesus's BFFs, yeah, the disciples. Um, his name was, was Peter. Peter. He was yeah. always on the hype. Okay, mm. always just ready to fight anybody, ready to cut somebody's ear off. Ready, do you know what I mean? Just, yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was, he was just on one. Forever he was always forever triggered. <laughs> you really think? And Jesus, that, like, chill out. Son of thunder. Yeah. You really think that if Jesus was for people that were perfect, he'll be chilling. That's one of his BFFs. Okay. Do you really think that that would actually be his BF, one of his BFFs? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So one of the things I'm like, I'm no, like, what makes people, yeah, people think that you have to be this be perfect, perfect human person. being. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, nah. In fact, the essence of, of you being a Christian is that you are you're not, uh, not perfect. That's the best. That's the best person ever because yeah. that means you and I can have a conversation and relate. Yeah. Regardless of what, ba- what background you come from, yeah. You and I can have a conversation about genuine life struggles or yeah. you know whatever, and we can relate. Yeah. But if I'm a Christian, all shiny and clean, I can't relate to if, you. If I'm pretending to be shiny and clean, pretending to be even shiny and clean, which I've a lot got, of Christians which, do. Yeah. So if I'm pretending to be shiny and clean and pretending to not have history, mm-hmm. pretending to ha- not have experience, and then when you're telling me stuff, there's one person that really, really used to annoy me. Um, and I'll be talking to them about stuff and they'll be like, really? That happens? I'm like, are you trying to act like you've been in this Christian bubble all your life? Get, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> honestly, because honestly, like th- those people really, really, oh. Yes. They really get to me. Yes. They really do. And, you, and then you'll say something like, okay, so now you're talking about being, you're now using um you're now let's say you're now living scripturally and you're saying oh um if if you don't have faith you then if without faith you can't please god okay mm. yeah so then you'll now meet somebody who has now created their own version of the bible or scripture or mm. whatever and then you're like oh um okay for example one of our friends and one of our um old friends because we've cut them off faded them out faded them out um like they were talking about one of the things that they wanted to do. And I said, well, pray to God, ask and it shall be given. Do you know what I mean? If it's God's will, of God's will. Yeah. Um, and I said, speak positively. Oh, we'll probably not get it. Well, you, the, there's power in the tongue. That's what I said. I said, there's power in the tongue. No, no, no I don't believe in oh, that. Oh, I don't, I don't believe, believe in that. Name and claim it thing. I don't believe in that name and claim it thing. It's not about even the name and claim it. It's just, it's just, even like for people who are not Christian will tell you like if you're a negative person, negative things will happen, happen. to you. It's even, just a principle even, of the world. Wait, thank you for even saying that. Even people that are not Christians or religious, they go, oh, the universe, you know, whatever yeah. you believe, whatever you, you know, um, what's it called? The, what's it called? The, um, the power of positive thoughts. Power, yeah, that, the power of positive thoughts or whatever. So that whole mindset of the power of positive thoughts and everything gravitating towards you is a, is a general concept. Mm-hmm. It's actually just a generalized concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be, you actually don't have to be religious or Christian to believe th- that you need to think positively for positive things to happen. When you start thinking negatively, negative things or the world just starts 
just to kind of like work against you yeah. things that mm-hmm. and a person that's not christian or religious even would say oh the universe was just you know it's just not working in my favor because you know the universe you know the universe is yes, the cosmos are not aligned they're not aligned because you know I've, I've i've said this and i've said that is oh, what no, i believe i've really pissed off the universe i really right pissed now. off the universe so, is, not, is working against me so that whole universe thing and that whole you know the 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 the, the the secret and all of that mm. a lot of the elements of that is from the bible yeah the power in the tongue what you believe all I think of that. human beings are wired to believe in something like we're all wired i think anyway we're all wired there's something in us that wants to believe in something even an atheist believes in something even if it's themselves or their granddad or or their pendant around their neck or crystals or crystals everybody like crystals. we're built to believe in something there's a belief system within our being that wants to believe yeah and wants to essentially worship something yeah but yeah so but yeah oh gosh those i can honestly go on and on about those type of situations but yeah so like i feel like i don't know where i was going with it i was just triggered Wait, i was just triggered when, you, when you're spooky, your triggers yeah <laughs> i was just triggered yeah but yeah i'm calm now guys thank you thank you, you sure? for asking <laughs> 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 yeah. I, in my mind you guys said are you okay blessing chill out are you okay no i'm okay thank you for asking i'm okay anything you want to say babes i'm good man i'm good i mean i almost died this evening on the ginger beer but i'm good yeah but guys yeah so try try not to like i know try to kind of read your environment you know see what type of person you're around are you around a jokey racist because you know i'm going to be honest with you everybody is a little bit racist okay jokey racist opinionated racist radical racist kkk yeah so if you read your environment you'll know how to kind of handle those type of people mm-hmm. accordingly but yeah but can you imagine that somebody said that i'm, I'm not, my work my walk with god wasn't right and that's why i was experiencing period of pain get out of here man thank you for listening it's been real it's been pleasure real. as usual do you want to give them the uh, socials my social is blessing platinum so that's b-l-e-s-s-i-n-g and platinum as in the metal so p-l-a-t-i-n-u-m and then you've got my two beautiful sons master ivw so master I-V-Y-W and Master Tinny W Master T-I-N-I-W those are, those are Instagram handles by the way Instagram. I realised Blessing didn't mention those yeah. um, yes. and also if you want to find me on Instagram you can find me at uh, Michael Williams London all one word of course um, also if you want to slip into our DMs um, you can follow the Parent Cocktail Hour Instagram which I've still yet to post something on Oh, this is so terrible um, yeah but you can find us at the parents cocktail hour um, on Instagram if you know if you have any uh, topic suggestions anything you'd like to get a view on or you just want to say hi you know drop us a DM um, if you're more um, tech savvy traditional uh, you can send us an email at the parents sorry not the parents mm-hmm. at the pch at protonmail Dot com and that's our email address where you can also email us stuff and yeah um yeah send us topics send us opinions um we won't mention your name unless you tell us to and um yeah there we go anything yeah. else you'd like to say before we go no thank you for listening bye
guys it's been real ciao